The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Everybody wants to know what I would do if I didn't win. I guess we'll never know. So keep it love. I don't get enough of it. Jesus just rose again. Listen to the kids. Welcome to Watching the Throne. A lyrical analysis of Kanye West. Oh boy, I'm Chris Lambert. I'm Travis Bean. We run filmclasses.com. And today, we're not going to cover a song. What? Twist? What? Tell me more. <laughs> we're going to listen to somebody's story Ah, this is our third My Story. Yes. Numero Trace. Who do we got today, Travis? <laughs> we have a very special lady. A lady! <laughs> a lady! Oh, we actually know ladies. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. That's Kanye West. Yeah, which is, uh, which is pretty great. That was one of the first things I asked my girlfriend. I was like, what's your relationship status with Kanye? She was like, what? I don't know Kanye. I was like, okay, that's that's good. <laughs> I've been going through my online music rating account and deleting anybody who doesn't like the life of Pablo. It feels really great. That's a fair assessment because there are people that just think like, oh, that album sucks. And you're like, you know what? You as a human being just don't have good judgment. <laughs> but this person does. Uh, Her name is... Lauren Kelly. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome, Lauren. Welcome, welcome. Thank you. Thank you very much. Wow. Riveting. (laughs) Riveting stuff. I am actually very excited to be here. Yay. I am an avid follower of this podcast and Kanye West himself. Yes, we're all followers. You might have to be. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's pretty good to talk with somebody that listens to the podcast and likes the podcast. Yes, and a woman. I was beginning to question you, too. <laughs> yeah, it only yeah, been... Yeah, I was beginning to question us, too. Five guys. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Well, so uh, we're going to be talking with Lauren about her favorite Kanye moments, and we'll get into Travis and mine's favorite Kanye moments. Not our favorite Kanye moments together, but separately. We in might our have lives. some together. We might. We might. One missed opportunity. Yeah. We'll, we'll get into it. Yeah. First, we have uh, Kanye news. Travis, what's the Kanye news? Uh, the Kanye news is T-Lop is available for everyone, <laughs> everywhere. You can get it on Spotify, Apple, you can download that shit on his website. It's great. And the best thing I recommend doing is ordering a pizza and mm-hmm. then going into your car to pick up the pizza. Don't have that shit delivered. You no. go driving and you have the windows down. You have Pablo blaring out pretty much silver surfer intermission on repeat on repeat yes (laughs) and uh you pick up your pizza and come back and just head bob yeah i like to throw in one uh one clip of lowlights into my silver surfer repeat (laughs) other than that yeah i agree that's perfect yeah it's that and i love kanye just oh yeah you know i find myself just saying the lines from I Love Kanye constantly. It's like quoting a movie. It's <laughs> honestly the best. Yeah. I was Lauren, like, Lauren can uh, attest to the fact that I'm just constantly saying lines from the life of Kanye. Oh, totally. It's like t <laughs> and Superbad are like one saying that. Yeah. You know, all the words just Superbad, and now you know all, all the t And they're so applicable to daily life. Yeah, they really are. That's the real thing. Uh, I've been walking around and just sort of like under my breath or out loud around people being like, I need every bad bitch up at Equinox. 
I'm constantly saying that. Why don't we have an equinox? <laughs> if we only had an equinox. Yeah, there's no equinoxes in Minneapolis? No. No, not that I'm aware of. I don't think we're fancy enough. Yeah. It's probably, probably it's probably time that you two uh, franchise out an equinox. <laughs> Ooh, and get all the bad bitches. Oh, yeah. That's right. Bad bitches only, actually. Up, up in it. Yeah. Exactly. You, have, you have classes that are all just Kanye-themed? <laughs> only to Kanye music and beats. Yeah. Do you think they're... Sorry, deviating. Um, you know those word generator things? Like, they have an Arnold one online? Yeah. And his polls aren't all, like, right. his voice. And you can make him say anything? Oh. We could have Kanye lead the classes. Oh, wow. With one of those generators. Holy That's shit. Genius. Do you think he would like that? I think he would love that. Actually, he would legit love that. That would be amazing. I would work out there so much. <laughs> I know. I would, I would, like, lose so much weight. I would get so ripped, like, within, like, a month. I'd be so motivated. That is if we actually work out and don't just talk to Kanye. That's true. You could have a conversation <laughs> with Kanye. <laughs> we could... Whatever you want. We could even come up with new workout plans that have... Oh, yeah. Kanye as a base. Oh, my goodness. This is such a good idea. All right. I'll start drafting a business plan. I'll cut this out of the podcast because I don't want anyone stealing it. <laughs> of course. That yeah. would be awesome. Can we patent this? Yeah. I think, I think we copyright it immediately. <laughs> I'm sure Kanye West holds no grounds over us. (laughs) No, this falls under fair use, right? We're just using his likeness and his words and his voice for profit. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Well, Jay Z news. What uh, what Jay Z news do you have? Um, my Jay Z news is uh, well, Jay Z was just kind of out for a stroll one day. Um, he he escaped from his. Uh, his detail, his team, and there was no paparazzi around and found a boomerang. <laughs> okay. And he, and he just started throwing the boomerang and thinking about how the boomerang always comes back to him and how that differs from a Frisbee, where if you <laughs> throw a Frisbee in one direction, it just goes that way. Um, and if there's no one there to catch it, you have to go get it. And he started thinking about how his career had become a boomerang he was stopping himself from that boomerang moving backwards into the past and it's stopping jay-z from going back to his roots and really getting back to what inspired him back in the reasonable doubt era wow so he said he wants to stop being a frisbee he wants to be a boomerang that's free Holy so he's cow. announcing his next album very soon okay that's huge news yeah um, I was kind of speculating though he could have just been throwing a boomerang. <laughs> How about you, Chris? Well, uh, I guess in that vein, you're talking about Jay-Z's sense of freedom, uh, and freedom of self and freedom of expression. And that pretty much fits with what I had heard from their chef. I had been talking with J and B's chef and, uh, he said that Jay's bought Crocs. He finally uh, decided that comfort was more important than fashion. And this has been a huge issue because, you know, he's wearing these fancy suits, these fancy clothes, but then he's walking by in Crocs. And a lot of the staff at their compound has been snickering as Jay-Z walks by because you see somebody in like a fucking really fancy suit wearing just diamond studded Crocs. And it's pretty ridiculous. Uh, so Jay's had to fire a lot of people because they laugh at him <laughs> as he walks by. And, uh, you know, he's a serious man. He's not going to have people disrespecting him by laughing at him. But he's also not going right. to take his Crocs off because his comfort's also very important to him. Mm-hmm. But I guess uh, Beyonce is getting pretty sick of it because, <laughs> you know, she needs her man to look good head to toe, not just head to ankle. And these right. Crocs, no matter that they're studded with not blood diamonds, but just diamonds, right? That doesn't help. They're still at the end of the day, Crocs. Yeah, and he keeps firing people they like need, like nannies and like uh, maids, like people that really keep their lives together. Yeah, yeah. 
I heard that he made his first grilled cheese sandwich, though. Whoa. He had to make something. What? He made it completely wrong, but he still called it grilled cheese. What did he do? Um, so we put the cheese on the outside of the bread. <laughs> so, so like two pieces of bread and then, right. so yeah, you can picture that. It didn't really work. He was kind of just licking the pan and then he burnt his tongue and I could go on, but. So he flipped the grilled cheese <laughs> over while the cheese was on top of two slices of bread. Yeah. There really wasn't anything holding together the bread either. <laughs> yeah, I guess not. <laughs> In all respects. So the middle piece of bread just stayed the way it was. Yeah. Did he ever once look down at that concoction and think something's wrong here? I don't know. I mean, he's eaten a ton of grilled cheese in his day. Right. But somehow he doesn't know. He, he didn't get that. Well, he's probably, I guess he's never made one on his own. Yeah, exactly. Time. Yeah. I like there's an extra step somewhere in there that he thought he would take at some point, but he didn't realize he had missed it nope. very early on. Well, Lauren, how did you hear about this? Um, I a friend. <laughs> All right, I can't disclose. Okay. But I... that actually wasn't my my Jay Z news. Oh, you just knew that? Yeah, no, I was just building on Chris's. Oh, news. you yeah. got double news. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. I know a lot. I have some good sources. <laughs> Um, so recently Jay-Z read something. I don't know where, cause I didn't know he read much, but he's not stupid. I, I shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> he's just oh, busy. I think he does he's, like, he's, he's, people that will just like read things. Exactly. Yeah. So he's reading about retirement and how you're supposed to have a certain amount saved up. And he realized he hasn't saved anything. He hasn't saved anything? Well, so he, he realized that he later talked to his financial advisor who was like, no, you are pretty set, but he didn't believe him. And he fired that guy too, because he laughed at his crocs. Um, so he did what most smart people do. He bought a piggy bank. Okay. And every day he puts one diamond in from his crocs. <laughs> from his crocs. Yes, or from something else that he has. And slowly he's gonna make his way to being set for retirement. Wow. Yeah. Or that's his plan, at least. One diamond at a time. Yeah. So, if you know anyone on the inside, that piggy bank, despite <laughs> it's... The most valuable piggy bank yes. in the world. Could you imagine that as a movie plot? <laughs> like, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna heist Jay-Z's diamond-filled piggy bank. <laughs> well, now everyone knows about it. So, it could be like, like, a, like a race. Yeah. I always <laughs> get stuck of Jay-Z's stuff, though, like the time I like had his pajamas. So I wouldn't be surprised if it just ends up in our car one day. Sure. He's always misplacing things. Very good. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that's some... We know a little bit too much. I'm afraid if he ever hears this. And he knows nothing about us. You heard our theory that everything we say actually is Jay-Z's life. It's like a stranger than fiction scenario. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I'm sorry to think about, though. Yeah, that's true. Someone could be doing it to you right now. Oh, They're writing the most boring book of all time. <laughs> <laughs> and then the couple moved to Minneapolis. <laughs> oh, yeah, we didn't really talk about how I'm related here. Oh, yeah. Or where I come into play. How do you come into play? I am Travis's <laughs> significant other. Yes. Domestic partner. <laughs> <laughs> We're almost legally married. Almost. <laughs> or legally have the benefits of marriage. Not really. <laughs> We're close. How Is long? that like 10 years? I thought it was less than... I guess I don't know. It oh, changes. you have to live together for like 10 years, don't you? Is that really it? I don't know. Chris, what We're looking at you. <laughs> You're like, what, two, two tenths of the way there? Coming up on three tenths? Okay, so you have to live... Yeah, so um, I think we've lived together for like two and a half years. Yeah. I think it's seven years. Cool. I might be making that up completely. Mm. We don't really know what we're talking about. Yeah. But we are going to be sleeping in the same bed tonight. Let me put it that way. Oh, I see. So we need to convince them the sleeping in the bed together is the key part. Yeah, that's where yes. Okay, I see. Um, that's so Travis's yeah. subtle hit of intimacy. Yeah. 
boyfriend, girlfriend. Well, now everyone knows way too much about us. They know we sleep in the same bed. <laughs> oh, shit, you're right. Well, I do end up sleeping on the couch a lot of times. Not because we have problems, because I have problems sleeping. Don't tell me that. <laughs> uh, see, this is why people listen to this show, because we're so yeah. open, and we give legal advice about... <laughs> we give legal advice. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Very important information that's probably incorrect. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do about that? Yeah, but who do you want to go to for your incorrect legal advice? Some Joe Schmo or people that know Kanye? Exactly. Definitely. Well, someday we'll meet him. Anyway. One day. Um, so, yeah, we're going to hear your story. Yet. Yay. <laughs> it's so um, I've never thought of my life in terms of Kanye before. So this was kind of an eye-opening experience. It's like literally the only way I think of my life now. <laughs> my life revolves around Kanye, this podcast, when I'm going to be listening to him, what it means to me. Exactly. Yeah, it's getting out of hand. <laughs> it's uh, taking on a life of its own, isn't it? At first, it was just a way for us to spend time together. And now... <laughs> we miss each other. No, aren't yet. <laughs> uh, well, so uh, when, when do you remember first listening to Kanye? Or the first time you heard a song and you're like, oh, this is... Uh, who is this? Is this Kanye? <laughs> so I think... It's really hard. So I think the first time, when was Hurricane Katrina? I'm going to just start with that. <laughs> 2000, 2005, August. Okay. So, and when would... That would have been late Jesus registration. ...have come out? I think that's 2004, 2003. Okay. So I don't know which was first, but I know Jesus Walks was the first Kanye song I heard and right. knew it was him and, like, heard of him. But I didn't really know anything about him other than that. And then when Hurricane Katrina happened and... All the other popular pop culture stuff. That's when I knew things about him. And were they good things or no. were they bad things? No, they were mostly bad. <laughs> it was typical for the first. And it was because you were a George Bush supporter, correct? Oh, totally. Okay. 100%. My 14-year-old self was like, George Bush all the way. <laughs> Who the hell is this kind of guy? Completely <laughs> serious. Uh, not really. Oh. I just, it was all just like media perspective. I was very young and impressionable so i just kind of listen to whatever sure what uh at what point do you remember your views on kanye starting to shift from oh he's just that crazy like arrogant guy that i probably don't like that much but some of his songs I like to oh you know kanye is actually the voice of a generation and a uh a genius <laughs> so i would actually say it's been three stages of my Kanye liking. Number one was that, not really knowing anything about him. Not hating him, but just like being like, who is this guy? He's kind of a dick. Right. Yeah, that normal stuff. And then I met Travis. What? <laughs> I was like, you like Kanye? Weird. And it wasn't just like, it was like Kanye's God. Yes. <laughs> and so immediately, like, I like Travis. So I was like, okay, maybe I have to give this guy a second chance. So I started listening to his music, starting with, I would like to start in the beginning on things. So I think I started with College Dropout. I usually start at the beginning of like books and movies. <laughs> Jumping in the middle always confuses me. Sorry, I mean like artists. I like listening to their first albums. I know what you mean, yeah. Oh, making fun of me. Um, <laughs> Um, so yeah, I, and I remember very vividly listening to late registration at our gym on the elliptical. So you, late registration was bigger for you than college dropout. I don't honestly remember. Okay. But. Cause at this point, I think graduation and 808s is out. Yeah. But late registration is what you remember. I think so. Gosh, it's so hard to remember. Any particular songs? <sighs> Not really. No? It's, <laughs> you I, just remember that. No, yeah, I too. think I just started liking Kanye because you liked him. Again, new relationship. Right. And I don't know. I did like the music a lot. Get the love God goes on. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't, I mean, I wasn't like totally 100% Kanye. Right. Like, and in love. I, a big part of it for me actually was that Kanye was great workout music. So, like, I started enjoying him in that way. And that's probably why I listened to it at the gym. Yeah. Although, yeah. God, I just copied you. <laughs> God, are you even your own person? 
<laughs> and then uh, this is why we don't have women on the podcast because they can't think for themselves. <laughs> oh snap! <laughs> oh good god! Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I'd say that would be my second phase, and then my third phase was my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Oh, and actually listening to it and really like just realizing the stuff he was doing and I don't know the things he said. I didn't really realize he was a person. Kind of like <laughs> parents. Like you grow up and you don't think of them as people throughout your childhood. And then you're like friends with them. Yeah, and you're friends and you're like, oh my gosh, you have feelings? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> You've been through this. Yeah, so that was kind of the Kanye. And then I was like, wow, this is amazing. I've never heard anything like this. Yeah. And my life has changed. Wow. <laughs> The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. So it's been uh, ever since my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. You've been full on on the the yay train. Oh yeah, oh I like that the yay train. Oh boy, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so what's uh what's been your favorite album in the discography? Definitely my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. I think I listened to that way too much. Yeah, me too. And it was somehow it was like the perfect music for listening, like in any scenario. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I guess the first time we listened to it was playing ping pong. I remember this. Travis played it for me. This is one of my Kanye moments. Oh, sorry. I stole it. No, it's fine. I I just think it's funny that a lot of my Kanye moments do involve you and, like, listening to things for the first time and, like, discovering certain, like, looking at songs differently. But a big one for me was playing, like, hitting play and Dark Fantasy coming on as we started playing ping pong. And I was like, you have to listen to this shit. It's amazing. It was pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah, well, well, I hadn't listened. It was like a while after it came out, and I hadn't listened to it yet. And I think it's when I like really like an artist, I always am just kind of afraid of listening to their new albums. So oh, I just right. kind of procrastinated it. Yeah, because you, so you were on board by that point. Yeah, I was on board. I just like... And you were worried. Scared, I, I don't know. No, I, I get that feeling. Like, uh, I was all about Shinedown, the rock band, for their first three albums. I was just like, man, this third Shinedown album, they finally they finally hit their stride. Like, they're so fucking good. And their fourth album came out, and I was like, you've done no growth. This is exactly the same kind of songs, the same kind of music. This is so upsetting. Yeah. So now, often when a group that I like comes out with a new album, I'm always a little terrified that... Yeah. Well, Kanye, though, he reinvents himself, like, literally every time. So even if it's a disaster, which it hasn't been yet, like, it's going to be something new and different. But that's kind of why it's scary, because it it could go 100% the other way. I think that happened with a lot of people for Yeezus, and then it's happening again with Philop. Oh, yeah, Yeezus. I remember, ah, no, that was, I was going (laughs) to say our friend Micah. We were talking to him about it, but he always hated Kanye. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's just going to hate He hated Kanye, but he liked the other albums. He just didn't like. It there was are... very polarizing, that album. Yeah. I. It's so crazy to me. I, we were looking at, there was some poll for uh, this on this Kanye page, and almost everyone, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy was like the consensus number one pick, but then the next ones after that for people's favorite album were like College Dropout and late registration and that just like it's crazy that like people really get that attached to those albums even though they're they're so amateurish in comparison yeah yeah they're way less cohesive and lack the depth but it's funny because people really like the jam the music that's going on that soul right totally chopping off that soul well so let's get into uh some of some of the moments did you do you have a like a top three Kanye moments or just a few yeah. of your most memorable moments with Kanye? So I guess I wouldn't, I don't know how to rank them. That's difficult. Just Cause go. they're all pretty great. Yeah. Um, so one of my favorite is definitely listening to my beautiful dark twisted fantasy in, um, 
in like our engineering lab or computer lab at school because mm -hmm. like I said I could listen to it at any times so I listened to it when I was like doing difficult lab reports and yeah. things and um, I can't do that I can't listen to like anything if I'm like writing or reading or studying I don't know I'm totally opposite it's like I can listen to it on different levels so like obviously I'm not listening to the words but I remember it was one of the first times after the ping pong incident um and so i hadn't really like listened to the words and paranoid came on and chris rocks part oh you mean right? blame game no blame oh why did i think that was paranoid because paranoid's awesome and you want to hear it well yeah but you're talking but about no i am talking about blame game <laughs> and chris rocks part came on and it was one of those polarizing moments where i was like Ah, yeah. Like I don't know about this. I had a friend do that, and she just thought like it was the most sexist song she had ever heard. <laughs> yeah, heard. and that was probably why. And so I, despite that fact, it was a very memorable moment because I was like, "Wow!" And I love Chris Rock, and I really do love that song. And now I listen to it in a different light. But mm -hmm. it was like, "Damn, <laughs> you went for it there." <laughs> I remember yeah. the first time I heard that track, and I heard. Chris Rock doing that I was just like this song is unlike any not even rap song I've ever heard but this is just music on a different level to go from saying like uh your phone called me back and I heard the whole thing right. and then having Chris Rock in that conversation go on for what like two minutes right I'm still amazed every time like I get that sense of the first time I heard that song and just being like what is this like <laughs> who does this yeah, especially when you think of the fact that it, in any other context, it should be funny. But the funnier it is, the more tragic it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's kind of genius. Yes. And it does kind of take you back because he doesn't have any skits in that album, right? That's true, That's yeah. He doesn't have skits and since late registration. Yeah, he goes away from them. So it was just, it's very different. And I don't know, it, I really love that song, including that part. I think there was a time where I skipped to the next song. Yeah, like, I could see that. And didn't listen to Chris Rock's part. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I love Kanye is the closest we've come to a skit with him in, like, a long time. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, let's see. Okay, so I think another one, I don't know if I'm going to have three, but another one is watching Runaway, the film in Travis's apartment. I don't know. I think it had my just dirty, come out. Dirty apartment. Oh my gosh. The studio apartment <laughs> that was like eventually the grossest place and I never wanted to be there again. <laughs> this was like 2010, 11, probably. Yeah. yeah. Almost 10. Yeah. yeah. 10. Um, but yeah, we decided it was <laughs> sorry, on Travis's bed. It was a studio, um, which was also a futon. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was a 100%. Um, I, Ikea furnished. Oh, 100%, yes. Yeah. So we're sitting there watching, we start this movie. I think it had just come out and we were really excited about it. Mm -hmm. We loved the album by then. And it was just, I don't know. It was something else. It because was something else. It was also, we, I don't think I really watched Kanye videos much. Mm -hmm. So it was, and he wasn't in the limelight really back then. Mm -hmm. So it was seeing Kanye do this and, I don't know, like acting, and I loved it. I remember specifically the moment where Kanye's running, oh. um, and his shirt's kind of open, <laughs> and I'm like, Kanye's hot. <laughs> <laughs> I remember this. Really? Wow. Yeah. I don't. Even I that. now think of that like whenever we watch that part. That's what I think of because he really yeah. does. He's a great runner. Oh like, yeah, he looks great. He's, he's done that for his, for a living. Yeah, it's like, he's like Cary Grant. Like, it's like fucking, <laughs> it's hypnotic. Yeah. No, I love, if I'm going to talk about the parts I love in Runaway, which there are many, but that part is easily one of my favorites because he is committing so hard. Right. Like, <laughs> I don't think I could ever run like that without being chased by, like, a lion. <laughs> <laughs> and he did it. Yeah, right. Like, he's so motivated. He really is. And that was one of the things that, that like I knew it from the album, but seeing him act, even though he's like not a good actor, <laughs> I kind of like him. Well, I know what you mean. He's not traditionally like great yeah, actor. yeah. But seeing him commit and everything, I don't know. Have you seen that Nike commercial where he plays the bad guy? No. Have you seen that, Chris? 
or not Nike, uh, Reebok. No, I've only seen them in the Kobe Bryant commercials. Oh, that's what I'm thinking of. Sorry. Right. <laughs> or in Big Sean. He's a pretty good actor in Big Sean's Oh my God. Video I, don't for, uh, I don't fuck with you. Chris, have you seen this video? No. This is, oh, oh, no. As soon as this podcast is done, go search <laughs> I don't fuck with you, Big Sean, and just be happy for the next five minutes. You have to. <laughs> All right. I need to... I need to do that. Yeah, Kanye's acting is always just so earnest. I feel like everything he does is so earnest, but right. you see him in Runaway, and it's a pretty ridiculous short film, but he's just like going so hard and trying so hard that it's it's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, totally. Love it. I think that's it. Those are the most notable. Well, okay. I have the most... What was the... Uh, what was the thing that you two did the other night? The Kanye dance party? Yeah, we got to talk about that. Because that's a huge Kanye moment. It was called the House of Yeezy. And it was literally an event where you just go. So basically you're surrounded by people who love Kanye West. And you and some DJ is just like, at the beginning, he's playing Kanye, like Kanye guest verses. Like songs he's appeared in, and he and he's just mixing them into other songs and like making his own like mix, and then it shifts into Kanye's songs, and everyone's on the dance floor like dancing to like uh, Through the Wire and like Paranoid, and he even played like Heard Him Say, which like people still dance to. It was like awesome, <laughs> and then the entire album of Life of Pablo, and people just like it was amazing, like to have like everybody seeing like we on that ultra light beam like seriously like like a few couple hundred people doing that yeah it, it was so contrary to normal experiences with other people right. strangers about kanye because there's like whatever and there's that moment like do they hate him is this gonna be <laughs> awkward for a second but everyone there loved him yes or was like neutral which most of the people loved him but like like at least like his music yeah i knew every single word and so you're surrounded it was like not like being at a family party because I didn't know any of them, but you just know they're all they fan man in it with you. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. So yeah, I was at a local uh, concert venue, and it's pretty small, but it's sold out. Um, and the one of the other better parts was there was a projector, and he put together oh, yeah. like a sequence of like mix between videos and quotes and interviews, and everyone is so funny just like everyone watching that and like silent yeah it was, <laughs> it's the video they would play like if he was receiving a lifetime achievement award it really was award service. <laughs> this sounds yeah. so amazing yeah it was put on by uh, just some local guy who um also put organized the pizza club the minneapolis pizza club <laughs> and went to pizza camp last year he just does amazing things yeah he just like <laughs> puts together events it, it's like my dream to just do something like that and just do things that people will just be like that exists yeah seriously i gotta do that <laughs> i love yeah. this man yeah it was legit yeah Holy cow. Uh, the closest i came to that was uh going to the movie theater for the madison square garden show easy season three so i bought one of the tickets and went to the movie theater i was just like who else is going to be here (laughs) yeah it's like a sold it was a sold out theater uh just everybody was there like packed in piled in and it was cool seeing everybody like decked out in yeezus shirts and like trying to be fashionable because it's a kanye crowd Wearing right. like Kanye hats and <laughs> like probably fake Yeezy shoes, but when before the Madison Square Garden show started, they were showing camera shots from around the stadium, and one was just a floor level, and people would walk by and you could see their shoes, and somebody would walk by wearing like fancy shoes, and everybody in the crowd would be like, "Oh, look at those!" and <laughs> getting excited. So it was kind of cool to be in the theater with everybody that, as you're saying, was either neutral with Kanye or really liked Kanye. And that's why they were there. So Kanye's like saying a joke and everybody in the theater laughs rather than people being like, shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But you know what? That is weird. Like of all the people I know, of all my friends, despite Kanye being gigantic, like I would say less than 1% of them, like really like Kanye West. Like most of them probably hate him. Yeah. They have some sort of qualm. <laughs> They'll either say the biggest thing, and this was part of like 
my stage of kind my second stage of Kanye when I liked him, but like wasn't fully on board right. where I would say, and I, this is how I've explained it to people. I love, love Kanye West music. He makes great music, but he's an asshole. Right. <laughs> and like that. And so many people think that way. And I did like, I understand it, but I don't know. Yeah. It's just, it's just been different. Cause like, it's probably different for me and you because we both like him and talk about him a lot. And we try to, Instead of just getting mad at him, like we try to make sense of a lot of what he does. <laughs> yeah, like in the wake of the Bill Cosby's innocent tweets. Yeah, <laughs> it's, hard to, like, oh, it's hard to defend that one, but um... that's a wake Kanye what for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like I was I was running around the Kanye subreddit being like, no, no, he didn't mean that. He was just, you know. He's trying to apologize for all the things that he said in fact. So he already talked about LeBron. He already apologizes to somebody else. So he's just, he doesn't seriously mean that Cosby's innocence. He's just saying shit, trying to, like, make amends. We'll figure, we'll figure it out when we get him on the show. Yeah. yeah well, we finally... Top of the question right there. <laughs> well, so with Film Colossus, we're uh, probably going to end up interviewing the director for... Can You See Me Now too, And uh, that's the guy that directed the Justin Bieber documentaries. So now it's like, yo, uh, can you put us in touch with Bieber who can maybe put us in touch with Kanye? (laughs) Is that just a thing that you do for this person that you just met randomly and asked you five questions? John Chu. John Chu. (laughs) I can't wait for that movie. Yeah. Oh, that's like outside of Kanye, that's a Lauren Chris Travis moment. That was the first movie we all saw together. We now, did? now you can see me. Do we see it in theaters? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah, I wait. About that. Now okay. you can see me? I always forget the title. Yeah, now you can see me. Because okay. it's awful. <laughs> <laughs> so, you try to block it out of your memory. It's like well it's not intuitive. It's like what it should I don't know. It needs <laughs> Magic to be, time. Yeah, I mean <laughs> I don't know. It's just not very magic related. <laughs> the magic heist group. <laughs> yeah, the oceans. Of, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the oceans of mystery. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, any other Kanye stories that? I don't know, Chris. You have any? Ah, you know, I first started getting into Kanye my senior year of college when 808s and Heartbreak came out. Like, amazing was the song that real or not amazing, uh, heartless was the song that really got me like, oh, this is, I like this. This is resonating with me. But the first sort of, so I was listening to Kanye a lot that semester, but I still wasn't all on board. And when My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy came out, just driving around in my car that fall, winter, and just having the windows down sometimes and being able to play that, because it's Ohio, it's already cold in November and October, November, December, but being able to play that with the windows down, just bumping in my car and trying to learn the lyrics to Dark Fantasy and learning the lyrics to Power, that was pretty fun for me. Power was the first rap song I ever memorized where I could just rap it (laughs) without uh, any music or anything, and I just walk around rapping Power all the time. Um, (laughs) So that's... And then... uh, when Yeezus came out, I didn't know Yeezus was coming out at all. Um, I didn't know he had been working on a new album. And suddenly, I don't know, Travis, if it was you that said something or I saw something on Reddit. And I downloaded the album immediately, but I had to go to a writing workshop in Iowa City. So I had to drive like 45 minutes. So I was listening to the album while I was taking a shower and Blood on the Leaves came on. And I just turned off the shower because... The music was so incredible to me that I just had to not have that uh, the shower noise blocking the music at all. And I just stood there like soaking wet, shampoo in my hair, naked in the shower, <laughs> listening to Blood on the Leaves for the first time, being like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> uh, that made me so happy. Yeah, those, are, awesome. those are some of my favorites. <laughs> I uh, I think my favorite favorite, and I think I've even said it on the podcast before, was um, was that I remember that day when Jesus came out, and we were texting about. It. I don't know if I texted you first, but I ended up like I had to download it super quick because I was getting on a Greyhound. Oh yeah, 
and I had to get it like on the computer, then onto my phone. I was like trying to do all this stuff, and I finally got it. And it was like it was one of those weird things where Jesus didn't click with me right away. And I was listening to it on my headphones, and I couldn't listen to it super loud because like the headphones didn't keep all the noise in. So like other people would hear it, and I was like really self conscious about it. So I never like I didn't get to hear it. And then when we and then I got to Chicago to where Lauren was, and I was like, I'm gonna play Jesus for her, like in the car. And she has no idea that Jesus is out. Um, so I start playing it in the beginning of on sites going, and it's just like that, you know, the musical part, and it's just like you're just like bobbing your head, and all of a sudden like Kanye comes in, Yeezy season approaching, <laughs> and your face like made me so happy. <laughs> you had no idea. And it doesn't sound like Kanye at all. Like mm-hmm. on site doesn't sound like any kind of song. No. It's it just like it bumps like no kind of song has yet. So that was a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I don't think you remember it, I remember. No, it. I don't. I don't know why. <laughs> why were you taking a bus? I need like. We were going to fly to the Dominican Republic. Oh. And I had to get to Chicago for um, plane. Interesting. That's, that still confuses me, but... <laughs> Sorry, I confused you. <laughs> but I do remember, I mean, like you were talking about, it is a, just a totally different album and is quite polarizing in the sound. So, like, associating Kanye with that song, like, with that beginning beat was very... I, that was, like, the furthest from my mind. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. I remember... Jesus and uh, Pablo, the first time I heard him, I was just like, eh... <laughs> oh no like oh no especially coming out of the movie theater with pablo everybody was talking like i don't think i liked that mm, and yeah. now pablo's so good to me and jesus is incredible but it's it's weird as you're saying lauren earlier about being scared the first time you hear these albums like did he finally did he finally miss <laughs> um a sad moment that we didn't the three of us didn't get to have uh we were all living in Iowa at the time, and Kanye was coming to Minneapolis. Oh, that's right. With uh, Kendrick Lamar on the Yeezus tour. Yes. And we bought tickets. Lauren was going to surprise Travis for his birthday. He did surprise me, actually. Oh, my God. Because it, it, was, it was still going to happen when, my, when you gave me the tickets. It was on your birthday. Travis had on no idea he was coming. I was so surprised. Kendrick. <laughs> And it was on a Tuesday night, so it was gonna be like a three-hour drive up and back. Yeah. So it was gonna, it was probably gonna suck in that respect, but yeah. it was gonna be so worth it. Yeah, I, walked, I didn't even see it coming. I walked up to the, you just had him on the fridge. She had him like <laughs> the fridge, and I was just kind of like in there. I think we were like going somewhere. It was just like happenstance. I turned around and like saw it, and then like slowly processed it. Like I did, it did not click right away. It was just like pure confusion, and then like. <laughs> And then still, like, confused and, like, shocked, like, afterwards. Ah, <laughs> uh, that would have been so beautiful. Yeah, but then but they got canceled. <laughs> yeah, they what? the tr- broken in a car accident, and the concert was canceled. Or the rest of the tour, right? No, just a certain part of it, um, I think. Yeah, they canceled a few shows and didn't make up any of the dates. No. Got our money back, but... I don't want that money. I remember I Kanye. Had that that's money. true. I remember back then though. It was one of the, I didn't completely get Kanye yet. I think like his him like his persona, and I think I was probably mad at him. Mm. But now looking back on it, like I think that's awesome that he like said like I'm not going to do it unless I can give you 100 percent what I want to do. Yeah, that's I don't know. I find that really admirable. Yeah, artistic integrity. Seriously, I was definitely mad at him. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those moments. It's like I. Like, if you have a few moments, and I have a few moments in my life that I like regret saying something or doing something, and like every time I think about it, I'm just like, God, why did I do that? And this is one of those, even though I had like no control over it, it's just like it could have gone the other way. And we have this awesome night in Minneapolis, right. and yeah, good seats, we got it on pre sale. And now, like, I just think about it because now he's gonna go on tour and he's, I, I think, way bigger now, so it's gonna be impossible to get tickets. Good tickets, anyway. Yeah, that just seemed like... Yeah, that would have been perfect. And we would have seen Kendrick before Kendrick was... Kendrick. Totally. Yeah. Uh. Violence for that. Lost. It's as tough as it gets for us. <laughs> that's that's a low point. That's, <laughs> that's a low point. Well, so what uh, favorite Kanye songs? 
All right. I got Top my five. list. I had you, to think about it. Do you this. have them in order? I do. Okay, go five up to one. Backwards. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Starting with five, New Slaves. New Slaves. This is actually, this, we should have talked about New Slaves Yeah, this more. is a memory. Um, Lauren knows every word to New Slaves and sings them with the veracity that Kanye does. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know why that song resonates with you so much, but you are just like all up in it. That opening verse is just like, I, I love it so yeah. much. <laughs> and then the, like everything about it is so good. You really get into it. I, I enjoy watching And I love the... I sing the beat. She does a little... Time. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's, it, but... it's adorable. <laughs> so yeah, that one. And I, I mean, I love the lyrics too. I just love the concept of that song, which I'll talk about. Yeah, talk about you, it. You want me to talk about it? Yeah, that? talk about it. Okay. So I think that song in its message is, I mean, uh, super similar to All Falls Down. Mm-hmm. And just the concept of, I mean, the black community and how they're, and I, I guess my favorite line I, I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> no, we can talk about just one of your favorite lines comes yeah. from so from All Falls, Falls Down because um, they hate. Sorry, Jesus. Because <laughs> they make us hate ourselves and love their wealth. Yeah. And like I remember that was probably one of the moments in the beginning that I realized again that Kanye is like a person and like has thoughts and is deep. Mm-hmm. Um, because that just like put a whole new light to the struggles of black people to me. Like mm-hmm. I, I never thought about it that way. And like, I don't know. And that song the is idea. very blatant in that message. Right. Um, and I guess, uh, yeah. Like, like as a white, cause I, cause like for me, when you say that, it makes me think like as a white person, I hear other white people basically say like, why are, why do black people spend all this money on like these possessions? And to hear it from Kanye's perspective, he really, he, he allows you to see it through a different filter. Basically, when he says, like, they make us hate ourselves and love their wealth, it's like the idea that's in Diamonds of Sierra Leone and what he's getting at at New Slaves is the idea that they, it's what empowers them. It's, it is like this weird dichotomy where, like, Kanye does kind of hate himself for doing it because of the people he's affecting in Africa with the blood diamonds and everything. But then it also ties back to the fact that it, he needs it to, like, give himself worth. Because we've created this weird consumer culture where that's where we judge people by. Right. And that's where we've made other, uh, not even races, but just culture, like the economic divide. We make people think that you have to have these things in order to be justified as a person mm-hmm. or to prove that you've made it. So, Well, that's where I think the new slaves comes into play so much because, I mean, black people went... Not that I'm going to, like, know, like, yeah. have everything put piece together. But when <laughs> for being slaves and, like, white people put them in such a place that they just wanted everything that they couldn't have. Right. And so now we're at this point where in order to have value, that's one of the main things is to have blending and everything. Yeah. So, new slaves. Yeah. New, <laughs> and so, like, new slaves was just, for me, like, a build on to All Falls Down. That, right. Um even put it in a new light and was definitely more angry. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Much more angry. The real feeling behind it because he said he does it and all falls down, but it's more copacetic. Yeah. He spazzes on your slaves <laughs> <laughs> and you spaz with them. I do. I spaz out. <laughs> Hardcore. <laughs> that build to where, uh, they talk about like, um, like Hampton, like Hampton spouse and the Hampton blouse and going to tear everything down. It's such a beautiful crescendo for all of that anger and resentment and just like, fuck you all. Yeah, it really is. Mm. All right. Number um, four. Four is spaceship. Which is uh, interesting. Why is that interesting? Well, just because I, Chris and I, well, A, that's a song Chris and I championed for a while. Because hmm. I think a lot of people forget about spaceship when they think about college dropout. I, don't, I think they kind of go, we don't care, and all falls down are great, and they probably skip a few to whatever, like Jesus Walks or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I think for me, for Spaceship, it was more um, like the gap, the verse about the gap. Mm-hmm. Um, like putting Kanye in a part of my life 
aside from like the whole Chicago reference because I'm originally from Chicago area. But um, I don't know, just picturing that. He, it was so, he put it all together for you in such a way that you could just see it. Mm-hmm. And, and it was like a very clear image in my head. And I, I don't know, I just love it. Yeah. I think it's, it's a roundabout way of getting at something that people don't usually do in music. the plural of music (laughs) Um, that's something we've talked about a lot is the fact that he's so universal like he like anybody can listen to him and relate to what he's saying and like kind of picture themselves in his shoes so and aside from that I love the chorus and that song (laughs) (laughs) who's the guy we can't stand in that consequence I think Uh, there's two of them yeah GLC is the second guy I like that okay. song a lot. I just can't stand that third verse. Yeah, the third verse gets <laughs> to me. Think of it right now. But Kanye's part is great. Yeah. Totally. So three is Monster. Um, mm-hmm. First experience with Nicki Minaj, really. Uh, and that was huge because I love her. And she's amazing. <laughs> Every time I listen to that, I'm like, God, just nailed it. But I also think just like even Jay-Z's part, I love. Um, that's my yep. favorite Jay-Z verse that Jay-Z's ever done <laughs> um, but yeah I just love that song it's so powerful and intense and yeah <laughs> love <laughs> love I love that part and I think I remember did we have a memory where we would say that I would I, always I <laughs> with Chris I don't know I would always do it we did it at the coffee I worked at a coffee shop and we would always just like so I worked in the back, and like people who like Kanye would come in the back and just go, "Love, I don't get enough of Love it." it. <laughs> Getting these vampires and bloodsuckers. And just that part where he sniffs, I was always like, "I smell a massacre." <laughs> Seems I definitely that was another, like I never really thought Jay Z was all that great, and I heard that and I was like, "Damn, he's all that in the bag of chips." Delivered. I'm glad I'm not the only buddy, like only only buddy, the only person that. Uh, <laughs> you are a buddy. <laughs> I'm the only buddy, uh, the only person that inhales at that part in the song. Like Marie will be, and I will be driving in the car, and I'll be sort of like head nodding, and then he'll get to that part, and I'll just be like, <sighs> "Smell a massacre." She's like, "What?" And I'm like, "That could scare someone if you're if you're the passenger and you're just like, <laughs> you're like listening to your headphones and you're like walking by somebody in the street, you just go <sighs> like right in their face." I smell a massacre. <laughs> yeah. Um, two ultralight beam, and um, this is obviously a new edition, but it is amazing. Mm-hmm. We watch um, the SNL performance probably once every other day, <laughs> <laughs> and I love Chance. I'm like smitten by him. Smitten's <laughs> maybe not the right word. Extremely no, attracted to. He's just, no, it's not. It's beyond that. Like I don't even know that I like him that 40. much physically. Oh my goodness. No, it's just it's like with Kanye. It's just when someone's so right. real and like I don't know. You definitely get the sense that they're being themselves. Totally. And you don't see it very often. You see um, how happy in that SNL uh, performance. You see how happy Kanye is watching Chance perform. Yes, yes, yes. The, I love that passing the mic off to him basically saying like you're the next big thing yeah that smile is like infectious (laughs) he finally dropped the smiling it's not smiling thing (laughs) very nice smile um but yeah beyond that that song has so many pieces i love the dream i didn't know that was him at first yeah um i don't know it's another song that builds wonderfully and is super passionate the chorus, the first time I heard it, just like I immediately started crying. Like I couldn't oh, stop myself. That yeah. song to me is like life. First song <laughs> in crying. Yeah, I was crying right away. It's beautiful, <laughs> especially when you have like headphones on and you're listening to it and you just hear that chorus at the end, like Faith. Yeah. Like, oh God. Same song. Alright. Number one. Number one. Number one. Drum roll. Drum roll. Mm. <laughs> um, all Hell time, yeah. for sure. Not a question. Pretty solid. Um, <laughs> it's a solid song. <laughs> yeah. So I am, to preface this, I'm a sucker for piano. I think most of my favorite songs has have piano featured as the main instrument. Yanni. Um, all of Yanni. <laughs> so. Yanni was what did it for me. And I did the piano. 
Um, but yeah, I just, that one was the most real, I think, Kanye. And it, that one was the other thing that was kind of the turning piece in realizing that he's, like, thinking he's an asshole. And that whole perspective is right. just, he's an asshole, he knows it. Like, he's not just being an asshole to be an asshole. He's, I don't know. So that was super awesome. And then the video. Mm-hmm. I love that video so much. Mm-hmm. The colors and the ballerinas. You really related to his toast for the douchebags line? <laughs> totally. Like, I get it. Oh, totally. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I could listen to that song over and over again. It's pretty great. One of the best music videos ever, easily. Oh, yeah. Uh, I feel like that song always transports me. Like, the first time that I hear that piano key, it's just always a sense of I'm falling away from the world around me and just into emotions. Right. There's something really, I don't know, it's like soul transference. Yeah, it's crazy. That's what piano does, man. <laughs> Did you? Oh, like uh... it, it, it's just so like, like blatant, but also flo- Yeah. Did uh, Travis tell you about the link that I sent earlier to this guy, Young Piano, who did 21 Kanye songs? He did three per album, and he's just playing them on the piano, transferring from one song to the next. Yeah, we gotta watch that. It's 13 minutes, all one shot, and it's just these Ooh. gorgeous piano playing of Kanye music and now I'm like we need to get we need to get him on the show oh yeah we gotta get him on the show for sure yeah and he loves piano (laughs) do you want to meet him (laughs) all around great dude (laughs) I never liked about Travis he didn't play piano (laughs) (laughs) well um (laughs) and Travis did you have Lauren listen to uh what Jordan sent us the other day the Chance's brother doing lowlights no, I actually haven't even listened to it. <laughs> I'm bad. <laughs> oh, it's pretty good. Yeah, Chance's brother, I guess, does a version of Lowlights where he incorporates a song into his own rap and music. And it's really, like, midway through the song, you're just like, this is so fucking nice. Like, yeah. I would put that on my iTunes as part of the album. Like, I'd remove Lowlights and put <laughs> this as the new inserted Lowlights. Well, that's kind of staying now, so he can if he really wants to. <laughs> yeah, that's the weird thing. I've a, uh, I really want to put what uh, oh Tyler the Creator's freestyle for, yeah, onto the album, and I put Saint Pablo onto the album. Hmm. Yeah, I like that. Where do you put Saint Pablo? I put it between No More Parties in L.A. and Facts. Yeah. So I guess not in the album proper, but near the end. I feel like I would just replace Facts. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I, I like Facts a lot, but... And I get what he's doing with the bonus section, but I almost... I, sometimes it still feels like it doesn't really fit. Yeah. Yeah. So do you, is it just because it's his own label and he's able to? It's not even his label, though. It's under Def Jam. I'm just wondering, like, if he had the opportunity with all of his other albums, would he have been doing the same thing? Or... I don't know. I don't get it. I'm just curious, like, the motivation, because, yeah, I don't know. Well, Kanye's always really been into art. He's somebody that studied art. Like, after, I think it was college dropout into late registration, or maybe late registration into graduation, he just started going to poetry shows all the time and live poetry readings just to hear the rhythms and he reads on shit all the time. So it wouldn't surprise me if he's gotten more into contemporary artistic styles and just thought, I want to do this with an album where maybe when he was first doing college dropout, he was traditional processes. Mm -hmm. And now as we've seen him get more uh, avant-garde with his sound, he's getting more avant-garde with the entire project. Yeah. And this allows him to get music out like right away. So he's like, you can see the unfinished product now, and like, maybe he's trying to make it more interactive. Like, you can watch me like make it better. Yeah. Which is pretty, the, the idea of it's great. I guess then it comes down to whether or not you actually like the changes he's making, which is something we'll get into. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's something you probably could have seen with Yeezus too, because Yeezus was an entirely different album uh, until the final couple days when Rick Rubin came in, yes. and people have been trying to find the first version of Bound Two for a while they've had snippets of it and recreations of a version that was played but could you imagine if 
Yeezus had been released a month before its finale and everybody had heard it the first time. Oh, and then Ruben comes in and he chops all that away. And you're just like, right. what is this? What's this new version of Bound 2? I wonder totally. how people would feel. Would they just think like, I like the original Yeezus. Yeah. yeah, that is crazy to think about. Like, because you get, we grew so attached to T-Lop in the way it was to now it's like, you really do pick apart the littlest of changes. Like, like there's no way I wouldn't have thought Yeezus was amazing in whatever original like version it was. But then to hear that stripped down version afterwards would have been like really crazy. It's shocking. It would have been shocking. Just the same way, uh, what's the song? Feedback. You and Jordan are like, oh, feedback isn't as good anymore because right. it took out some of those original uh, sounds in it. But it now does sound a little more Yeezus-y. Yeah, that's true. It does. Mm. Yeah, it's growing on me a little more. I keep listening to it just because I think Kanye just is amazing on that song. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I like the bass that's on it now. That bass is... It's cool. Yeah. Well, do we have uh, do we have anything else? Um, I have favorite line. Yeah, favorite oh, line yeah. in We Can You One. Yeah. yeah. So, which, so one of them was the all falls down line. Yeah, because I made it. But then you have another one that is like your fave favorite. Yes, <laughs> I believe this is my favorite. Um, so from Monster. Monster. Which makes sense. <laughs> um, so the. Basically, I guess I don't know if it's everything or there's certain parts that are better, but um, the have you ever had sex with a pharaoh? I put the pussy in a sarcophagus. Now she claimed that I bruised her esophagus, head of the class. She just won a scholarship. And that's kind of where it ends, but then I love the next line. I'm living in the future, so the present is my past. And the present is a present. Kiss my ass. It's pretty great. <sighs> so good. <laughs> so good um but i just i love the sarcophagus esophagus and swallow shit yeah <laughs> i remember when i explained swallow shit to you you didn't realize i don't know what the scholarship. fuck i don't know what the fuck i thought it was like or i didn't like understand the word but yeah i you did have to explain that to me yeah i like i i don't know that that does that even fit in with the song kind of does but i just love it isolated <laughs> it'll be interesting to talk about that song because kanye's part in that is kind of weird it's it all over the really place keep in line with what jay-z and nikki are doing i mean they take it much more fantastic where kanye might just be like a literal <laughs> like crazy person monster kind of thing like <laughs> i'm just a monster of a person like <laughs> call it malibu yeah god damn <laughs> easy how we hit him with the new style i do love it it's great yeah yeah uh, and then my wait, Kanye, what? Um, so this is from No More Parties in LA. The line where he says, I'd be worried about my daughter. I'd be worried about Kim. But saying his baby, yay, I ain't worried about him. <laughs> and every time I hear that, I'm just like. Does not see himself in the North. Like shaking my head. Well, it's more, it's just like, A, it doesn't make sense because he's the youngest and the one who would actually be, um, needs care for yeah like he needs, needs the most help and is the most vulnerable so <laughs> it just makes no sense on that level yeah and i also just think it's sexist so it is very sexist um <laughs> uncharacteristic of kanye despite what people say about him yeah. that line to me is uncharacteristically and blatantly sexist yeah. i mean i can kind of understand what he's saying but i just don't think it i don't think it comes from a sexist place i don't think he's meaning to be right yeah but it's this you're, like it's just not the same i think <laughs> yeah because yeah. you know that he's probably saying like you know he's gonna be like me so i'm not worried about him at all but then it's like oh you're your successful wife that's <laughs> like honestly probably more popular or more maybe she's not more popular but she i'd be better at money <laughs> yeah I mean, she's amassed her reputation and everything on her own. I mean, regardless of how she got there in the beginning of it, but she still did it before she yeah. met him. And he's worried about the daughter that could be like her. It sounds like she's going to be pretty successful, too. Absolutely. Yeah. You know what? I realized this. My friend let me borrow Kim's new book. It's called Selfish, and it's just a collection of all the selfies she's taken in the last 10 years. And it made me realize she was taking selfies before I knew what a selfie was. 
which means she's been branding herself from day one. Like, and that's what amazes me about her is her ability to brand herself. Like, that cannot be taken lightly. Like, she does it better than anybody. Yeah. What year did that go back to? 2006. Was that the one keeping no. up the Kardashians started? Is it? I don't know. I have no idea. I have no idea either. I know that <laughs> she was friends with Paris Hilton and watched uh, Paris Hilton become, and she was this, the assistant for Paris. And she watched mm-hmm. Paris use the reality TV stuff to become, like, mm. as powerful as Paris became of a brand, and just did that to the next level. Right. Um, so she definitely knew what she was doing. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. We need a Kim podcast. <laughs> yeah, we got to do. We got to get better at doing Kim news at the end. Yeah. Because oh. she probably has more going on than. Saint and North. <laughs> <laughs> we just like talking about Saint and North. Yeah, we should do. Uh, we should do Kim news. I like Kim. I think all the sort of outrage over her doing the naked photos that aren't even her naked is ridiculous. So stupid. I get so yeah. angry. Like you're a mom. <laughs> like there the are women. Rats can suck it. <laughs> like that is so stupid. They're moms on billboards, like, wearing topless stuff and covering their breasts and jeans. And it's like, oh, that model's a mom. Are you going to tell her not to do her job? Yeah, it's like, so stupid. Uh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, is, that's it. That, that's yeah, it? it. That was my story. Eh? Well, <laughs> story. Yeah. Story. 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 <laughs> Yeah. You can't do that around a Kanye fan. I was thinking, is there a name for Kanye fans? Like believers? Does Kanye Uh, have one? Westies. Westies. They call them uh, on hip hop heads in the Kanye subreddit. They call them Yay stands, but that's not very. That sucks. Yeah. Um, No, need something better. I'm gonna I'm gonna brainstorm. All right. All right, we'll get back to it. Yes, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, uh, next time we have Dark Fantasy? Yeah, we're actually going to do it next time. Exciting. That's going to be pretty big. That's, uh, that's a gigantic leap for Kanye. <laughs> and I come in and do the intro, which is... Uh, you might pick Yeah, Satan. the British woman. <laughs> is yeah. it Nikki? Is it Nikki? I thought it was. I think, I think I it's Nikki. Sure. Yeah, if you just want to come in and say that at the beginning of the podcast, okay. absolutely, at, at any point in the podcast, right. if you at any <laughs> podcasts want to walk in and do that speech, <laughs> that is, you can come on for the episode if you want. Okay, I can just come downstairs while you're recording. <laughs> if you want that episode, you can save it for another episode for a song you like more. I'll, I'll give it a little breather. Okay. Yeah, each of you is okay. just like, I mean, like I can handle it, but like everyone else. I don't know. <laughs> All right, okay. you too. You're welcome. This was fun. <laughs> it was nice to talk to you, Chris. Yeah, it was nice to talk with you. And then hopefully you two come down to Austin soon. Yay. Let's do it. And All right. thank you to Lauren for coming on. Yeah, thank you, Lauren. All right. <laughs> Very welcome. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Bye.